honestly feel like it's been a minute since I've actually recorded an episode. Um, like that's kind of why not thinking about last week because it's been a little while. Things have been crazy. Um, so I was like kind of very very shaky in starting this episode, but my friends call me Angel, and this is how we heal. So I feel like I, I don't know that I've actually done like a life update episode, and I, this is not exactly what this one is going to be, but. In a, little, in, a, in a little way, in a little way, it will be. Um, I think that sometimes coming out of difficult situations, um, coming out of heartbreak and loss or whatever it may be, sometimes it's difficult to see like the bright side. And I did a whole episode on that recently, like the silver lining. But I think for me, um, one of the incredible things that has come out of my whole my own healing journey is that I've gotten to know myself really well. I've really like understood myself in ways that I've never understood before. I've discovered my triggers and I've learned to cope, you know? And I don't I don't want to say it's something I took I'm taking for granted, but like I think it's something that has been at the forefront of my mind recently. Because in having conversations with people I'm very close to over the last couple of months, I've had one of them say, like, you know, um, I'm one of the more most self-aware people that they know. And then someone else was like, I'm very, very emotionally mature. They admire the way I, I'm, I'm able to process my emotions and work through them. And like, this is not something that happened by accident. Neither is it something that happened overnight. It has been, like, a very, very real struggle and a very, very real part of my healing journey. And, like, there is no hack. There is no quick way to becoming self-aware. There is no one route, one path, one definite way to get there. Um, but I think for me, there were several aspects of it. And I, I and particularly as a female, a menstruating female, um, that I had to, like, really monitor and analyze. So, a, a very good example is that like, very when like maybe about month five or like month six in my healing journey, I felt like I had gotten to a pretty good place. Like I was past the crying, I could see not quite the benefit, but like I could understand why the relationship needed to end. I could see the ways me and my ex were not compatible. Um, like it made sense. There was a sense of clarity. And I was doing okay. And then very suddenly, I took a nosedive. Like, I was so sad. I was crying at the drop of the hat. And it happened. And then, in a matter of days, I was fine again. And I was like, what is happening? And then it happened the next month. And then, I'm, I guess I'm a little slow. But it, it took me about two months to realize that that low point, that depth of despair, depth of despair moment was happening the week before my period. And I usually I'm, I'm a very sad person the week before my period in general, but it was just that I had this, these specific situations, these specific feelings, these specific um, thoughts that, that I could dwell on that were exacerbated, um, significantly increased because of that hormonal situation. And so once I became aware of that, I was able to monitor my cycle and be like, okay, next week i know 
that this sadness is going to come and i know that it is hormo being hormonally induced i know that yes this is a very real feeling i'm having but it's being triggered by what is going on internally in my body right um and what i've learned to do is face these bouts of sadness um and low feelings with reality so i'm like yes i feel sad today um it's okay that i feel sad today but i am also aware that this not only is the sadness temporary but it is not grounded in logic in reason there is no solid basis for this sadness literally outside of these feelings um in two days i will no longer feel sad about this the same way two days ago i did not feel sad about this and i just you know remind myself that this is a temporary sadness like it's not real it's a hoax it's a scam um and just just that awareness of where it's stemming from the acknowledgement allows me to feel what i'm feeling in the moment because it's a very real feeling for me but i i'm also able to remind myself that you know um i talk myself through it so it doesn't become worse it doesn't become a heightened feeling because it's very very easy and very very possible to sit and feel i'm like oh i'm sad about xyz and then go woe is me and then you become even sadder and domino effect snowball effect and it just gets a lot worse so for me the having the awareness that in this like in that particular example that this is being caused by this i acknowledge it i accept it but then i remind myself i talk to myself about the reality about the fact that yes i can be sad about this but like there is more to the situation than that i don't need to be sad about um and i think that that kind of came from another aspect of like becoming aware of myself but i have learned to i like identify the roots of my feelings so using the same example um sometimes i feel sadness and i am able to sit and like okay angel why are you sad what about this particular situation is making you sad and i'm like okay i'm sad because i'm jealous of xyz and why am i jealous of xyz and i look at it specifically and i'm like okay so is there anything i can do or i can acknowledge or i can think about not necessarily to combat the jealousy but to cope with the jealousy how do i deal with this root of my feelings um and like that was one instance like but sometimes it's irritation um and i think that's a big one <laughs> there's so much background noise in this episode i don't want to record this again Ugh. um but yeah like irritation and i think i spoke about this in an earlier episode where i don't know that i went into detail but like there's this thing for me where 
I might be having a conversation with someone, not in person, and via text or whatever, instant messaging, and they don't respond right away, um, or they take an extended period of time to reply. Now, it, that's an issue for me because in my mind, when I'm having a conversation with you, even though it's via instant messaging, I usually tend to treat it like an in-person conversation, but that's because of who I am. And I'm very aware that everybody else is not like that. There are some people who do not approach um, instant messaging conversations like in-person conversations at all. And then there's also the factor that people have lives. They're doing other things. Like the world is existing and, f and fluctuating and, and happening around them. Life is happening around them. And so there could be a barrage of reasons why they're not responding to me instantly. And I had to sit with why do and question myself like why am i getting irritated when these people don't respond to me right away and i had to accept that it was a sense of entitlement i felt entitled to their time i felt that um this conversation that i perceived us to be having was significant enough for them to give me their full attention and i had to that's me i had to work through you know that's me i had to process and be like you know just because this is this important to you, just because this is sig this significant to you, does not mean that everybody else is going to feel the same way. So this is clearly a you problem, Angel. And I'm honestly, honestly, it's something I still struggle with from time to time, because for me, um, I I said like I'm saying, I think if I'm if I'm having a conversation, I want to give you my undivided attention. Let's have this conversation. Once we're done having this conversation, like whatever. Um, but everybody else doesn't see life that way, and so sometimes I get a little irritated, but I know where the irritation is coming from. I know what's at the root of the situation, and I'm able to talk to myself and be like, you don't know what is happening in this person's world, right? Outside of this conversation they're having with you, you don't know what other interactions, in-person interactions they're having. You don't know what is happening in their mind. You don't know what is happening. So for you to feel so entitled to an immediate response, for you to feel so entitled to have that kind of access to them right now is not, like, it's not healthy, it's not fair to you or to them. Um, and so I've found that, like, you know, just sitting and asking myself difficult questions and trying to get to the root of why am I reacting like this in this situation? Like, what what is what is at the core here? What is at the root here? And then being able to talk myself through it um, initially, but also when it, the 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 feelings reoccur, when the irritation, when the sadness, when the jealousy, when the anger, whatever it may be, when it reoccurs, being able to sit and talk to myself and be like, okay, we know what's happening here. We know that you feel irritated because this person has taken a longer than you wish they would to respond to you. You are very involved emotionally and mentally in this conversation and you would like to, it to continue to flow until the conversation com is completed. So, yes, you're irritated. But is that a fair reaction into, to the other person? You can't lash out at the other person just because you feel like they took too long to respond to you. Like that's just what it is um and to be fair i think i think i guess that's a danger of having certain conversations via instant messaging rather than in person um or even a or even potentially a phone call um because there's that delay and things could be messed up but that's a whole other story 
but yeah so i think for me personally just taking the time to get to know myself um acknowledging my triggers getting to the root of them asking myself the hard questions um considering what the implications are and just being able to have very very real and honest conversations with myself even in the lowest points has been helpful um has been healing (laughs) i'm able to walk myself through the emotional responses i'm able to cope with better with my emotional responses just because i have taken the time to actively get to know myself and i think in finding the space to be deliberate about becoming more aware of who we are how we process things what triggers us how we feel and learning healthy ways to cope with all of these things i think that that is how we heal